That is so good. I kind of think life is an ever winding path deeper into uh, the reality the Heidelberg Catechism names so clearly. Uh, what is your only comfort in life and in death? That I'm not my own, but I belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You, I am who you say I am, mm -hmm. in other words. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, we're going to gather together mm -hmm. around uh, the Word here together in conversation. Uh, just a couple of things I want you to be aware of. Uh, we're, we're doing the best we can to be present with you in the age of social distancing. Uh, a couple of ways you can help us with that. Uh, if you uh, want to email office at pillarchurch.com, we will send you the daily emails that we're sending out, which include video devotionals. Uh, our website will be a main engine of communication, so check that regularly. Uh, we also have a database uh, called Breeze. If you could update your profile, uh, it's kind of like a church directory on steroids. So uh, if you haven't yet, please, uh, please do that. And then uh, because the mission and ministry of the church continues, though, obviously uh, in a different way, there's also an opportunity to give on our website in the upper right corner. You can click that and find all kinds of different options. Uh, but for now, this is the fourth Sunday in Lent. Wow, yeah, wow. Well, here we are. <laughs> Not what we thought. Not the way we thought it'd go. No. Um, but we committed a long time ago mm -hmm. during the season of Lent to walk through the Gospel of Mark, and mm -hmm. it seems right to do that. It seems fitting, actually, that this moment, this cultural moment for us, you could call it maybe a crisis, uh, is matched by the crisis unfolding in Mark's Gospel. Mm -hmm. Christ holding in his heart the crisis of the world, Christ walking to the crisis of his own life. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so I, I thought it would be good for us uh, to continue with Mark. So listen, uh, listen, this is from Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. You're welcome to grab it in a Bible near you. Uh, one of the scribes came near and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, he asked, Which commandment is first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. There is no commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. Now, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. That last line, <laughs> it's staggering to me. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. I'd love to spend some time with you around that line in just a minute. But I'm guessing you both heard something too. JG, what, what captured your heart? Well, there's something... 
endlessly fascinating to me about this passage because in the midst of the this dispute between yeah, the scribes and Jesus right. probably turned into a quarrel. There's probably some verbal jabs that yep. they regretted later. <laughs> in the midst of all this, they're trying to they're just trying to get out of Jesus and he he just brings them back. He tells mm. them something that they already knew full mm. well. Mm. He'd he used borrowed words for this. Mm -hmm. it, he made it up, or he didn't make it right. up. In the, I mean, in the grand economy of the he Trinity, he, he, he made it up. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so he uses borrowed words from the Shema, Deuteronomy six. Right. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God; the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength. Keep these words that I have commanded you today in your heart. Recite them to your children. Tell them, tell it to them when they are at home or when you're away, when you lie down, or when you rise, bind them on your hand, uh, fix them as an emblem on your forehead, uh, write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. This, these are words that they already knew. Yeah. And there's power in borrowed words mm. in that way. And I've, I've been finding the power in those mm. borrowed words mm. in this season through mm. the Psalms, especially mm. Psalm 62, uh, the yeah. Book of Common Prayer quotes from the church's past that provide clarity and context and comfort. There's power in mm. borrowed words. And especially when we borrow the words of scripture, I think, because the Spirit of God has a way of finding all the disparate mm -hmm. threads of our life and the world and gathering it together into mm. the word mm. so that God is speaking into whatever situation, into a heart that that needs to hear God speak. It's so good. It's all through borrowed words. It's so good. Have I ever told you uh, the story of when I preached at a nursing home in uh, Northwest Iowa? I don't think so, actually. It's, it's a, I'll tell you, it's a great story. I'll tell you sometime. Sometime later. Okay. <laughs> I can't not wait. Now, not now. Yeah. Well, because I, I, have one, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is, this is just to do with the Shema. It's, it's just so interesting. Uh, the, the command is given, love the Lord your God. And then comes the, the application. How do you, how do you keep it? Mm. And there's this, this list of things, and it's uh, recite it to your children mm. at home and away, lie mm. down when you rise, mm. bind it on your hand and your forehead. Maybe that's not such a good thing <laughs> in this, right this oh, day and age. You know, a little too much touching of the face. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Fix it on your doorposts. And what mm. is so interesting to me is all of this is happening at home. Mm. Uh, there's mm. That's good. a beauty to the way that God works in us through his mm. word, the way it seeps into our soul uh, so that we can live it out. It seems to happen mostly at home. That's and really so good. maybe we can claim mm. that in a little extra measure mm. in this good season. Word, JG. Yeah. You're, good, you're a good preacher, man. Hey, thank well you. done. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> you're welcome. Jenna. A up, it's a lot to live up to. What captured yeah. your heart? Well, the first thing that that captured me when I when I first read this text was not very theological hmm. or profound. Is it okay if I if I share that first? I'd rather you not. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> um, no, it, it was the the part where Jesus answers the scribes using borrowed words, and they say, "You're right." teacher. Yeah, right. And my my spirit wonders how Jesus <laughs> maybe wanted to respond. Like 
Thanks. I, I got Just this. The, like, Thanks. Son of God smackdown. <laughs> yeah, right. like, I got this, right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really, on a, on a a little bit of a deeper level, maybe, we have a lot of questions that I hear about what does it mean to be the church right now when we can't gather, when we can't meet. It's something that I, I've heard experienced pastors wrestling, wrestling with. Um, what does it mean to have a worship experience when we aren't physically gathered together? Right. Uh, what happens when our long-held traditions can't take place mm-hmm. in worship and in the church? And these words from Jesus just seem to cut through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he sums up the entirety yeah. of Scripture yeah. in two short phrases and two (laughs) short sentences love god Mm -hmm. love your neighbor Mm -hmm. that it's the core of the gospel Mm -hmm. it's the core of who we are Mm -hmm. um and i and i just feel like that's so poignant Mm -hmm. for this moment Mm -hmm. in our lives Mm -hmm. together as Mm -hmm. the church what does it mean for us to love god first Mm -hmm. to be loved by god first to soak it up to to, to kind of get out of the, the anxiety, the fret, mm-hmm. the worry, the, the scatteredness, the franticness. I've been feeling some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I preached here at Pillar, and I encouraged or challenged all of you to start each day with a prayer for an emptying of yourself and mm-hmm. for a filling of that space with mm-hmm. God's Spirit and that's the first commandment here. Mm. Love God. Mm. Be loved by God so that then we can love our neighbor. It That's can good. overflow out of us, yeah. spill out of us, yeah. because mm-hmm. there's no way, yeah. no other way to go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You, you've, you've kind of been on the sort of have a front seat to all of yeah. the action of loving neighbor in, in our community. Yeah. What have you seen? What have you noticed? Yeah. Well, if you've forgotten... The title of my position at Pillar is oh, yeah. right. <laughs> is Pastor of Congregational Care and Mission. And those are the two ways that, mm-hmm. that people are rallying around. Mm-hmm. How are we caring for each other, the people in our own community who, who are more vulnerable in a particular way? Mm-hmm. And then also, how can we care for our neighbor? How can we mm-hmm. care in mission for those mm-hmm. who we aren't connected to through mm-hmm. the church? Um, and so... All of you, I've I've been blessed. (laughs) All of you have stepped up in in asking and emailing me in phone calls, wondering how you can support the care of the church and the mission of the church uh, in ways by calling people in our community Mm. regularly to check in on them. Mm. Um, I'm hoping also to start a kind of a group text system (laughs) within our community for those who that might be appreciated. Uh, for feeding kids in our right. community who are food wow. insecure, the signups are full already. Yeah, I don't need to ask for more <laughs> right now because yeah. it isn't needed. It's how people have responded, right. and it's been a gift, right. a gift to watch and mm-hmm. be a part of. Yeah, truly. One of the ways I've been overwhelmed along those lines is the way the church has uh, come together. Yeah, um, it, it's a little bit, a little bit like the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus says, you are my witnesses mm-hmm. in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth, but they don't go anywhere. 
Yeah. It's not until the martyrdom of Stephen that then the church is actually scattered. Mm. It's a little bit like that now. That mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. The church would come together maybe occasionally to do something that might be nice for the community, but now all of a sudden we're gathering together. That's right. We're, we're doing the best we can to mm-hmm. love neighbor with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's been, mm-hmm. it's been beautiful. I agree. And we, as people, we, we can all be nice. We can all yeah, right. love our neighbor. Um, you don't have to be the church to do that. <laughs> right. And yet there's a special way yeah. the church gets to do that. Yeah. And, and I, cool. again, I'll bring it back to, to Jesus' words. Love God, yeah. love your neighbor. Um, our love of our neighbor comes first from our love of God. We're not yeah. doing it just because we're nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're doing it because we know what it, what it is yeah. ourselves. Yeah, um, and, it, and it, I think, is used in, in more of an effective way through, through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's great. Amen. Great. Yeah. Good word. Well done. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go back to that line. It's verse 34. It strike, strikes me as so curious. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. Yeah. It, it seems like such an odd ending. Right. They agree. Right. Jesus and the scribe, they agree together. They're like, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Love God. <laughs> Love neighbor. And then this tense ending. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the line that catalyzed the tension, Jesus says to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. Mm. It's a geographical word. It's a, it's a proximity word. It's a distance word. It's a little bit like when you're on a trip with your kids and they, are we there yet? And you say, not, not far. <laughs> you're close. Mm. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jesus is saying, you're, you're right here. I'm right here. You're not far. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe Jesus is saying, we're close. He's in Jerusalem. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. Yeah. The cross is about to hang. The grave is about yeah. to be dug yeah. out. Right. Maybe Jesus is saying, you've got the right words, but will you? Will you love God? Will you love neighbor? Mm-hmm. Will you love neighbor when he's arrested unfairly? Mm-hmm. Will you love neighbor when they laugh at him and mock him and spit on him? Will you love neighbor when the cross is going up? Mm-hmm. You're not far, mm-hmm. but yeah. you're not there either. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then after that, no one dared to ask him any question. It's, it's as if they knew what Jesus was saying. Mm-hmm. I think they must have known Jesus is saying, I am the one who will fulfill love of God and love of neighbor mm-hmm. with my own life. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I love God. I'll go to the cross because I love my neighbor. Jesus is the yeah. one who fulfills the command and they knew it and they stood in awe and mm-hmm. no one dared to mess with him mm-hmm. anymore. Amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And all because he loves us. He fulfills love of God and love of neighbor because he loves us. Mm-hmm. Uh, N.T. Wright in reflecting on this passage refers to it as a crisis. Um, He says, when the house is on fire, what will you grab? Uh, In the moment of crisis, what do you hold on to? Mm. I don't know if you want to use the word crisis, pandemic, (laughs) whatever word you use to describe this, uh, has swirled a lot in our world. A lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worrying, a lot of wondering, a lot of questioning. And if I'm honest... It's all inside of me, too. If you wanted to swirl my spirit and centrifuge out (laughs) the precipitates, (laughs) 
uh, you'd get a lot. Uh, and it probably wouldn't just be love of God and love of neighbor. As much sure. as I want everyone to think that would be true, yeah. <laughs> um, you'd get a whole lot yeah. of other things. Which is why I think it's important to notice the context that this command, love God, love neighbor, it's, it's offered on the way to the cross mm -hmm. yeah. because he loves us. Yeah. He, he he fulfills love of God and love of neighbor because he loves us. What do you hold on to in the moment of crisis? When the world spins, mm -hmm. when the house is on fire, what do you hold on to? How about this? You are loved. Mm -hmm. You are loved in the midst of your fear. You are loved in the midst of your sadness. You are loved in your loneliness. You're loved when you're serving food to the kids in our community. You're loved when you're making phone calls. You're loved when you're too afraid to go outside. You're mm -hmm. loved. Hold on to that. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ fulfills love of God and love of neighbor because he loves you. Will that preach, Pastor? That'll preach. That'll preach. Amen. Thank you.